Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Attitude of gratitude, Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben. What are you grateful for? So we bookend your week with it. The big and little things in life that you're grateful for. And you can add in. Well, Benny and I are having a conversation about it. To one one zero five three or 975 I'm going to throw this uh, out to start it off. And when I say open-mindedness. Uh-huh. Open-mindedness. I like that. For some, it's a tough one because they just, it'll never be a part of their, the fabric of their DNA. Mm-hmm. I give this to my 15-year-old. Oh, that's even more important. Yep. Sarah and I craving a little bit of sushi on Saturday afternoon. Love it. Not even a meal, just one of those three o'clock. Ah, we could eat now and then be totally fine without, like, it's an early dinner-ish. Because sushi usually hits pretty well and and keeps you going for yeah, a while. You're yep. good for a yep. while. Yep. So we order up a whack load of things, dynamite rolls, uh, some odds and ends. Mm-hmm. We have a little salmon here, a little crab there. This is a child that won't even put her chicken fingers in plum sauce. It's <laughs> vinegar. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So I don't know what happened. The, the winds were right. The temperature was good. Just as she's breezing through the kitchen. Hey, kiddo, do you want some sushi? Sure, I'll try a piece. Wow. What? And not just a cucumber avocado roll, yep. which our 11-year-old is, she's all about it. That's good, yep. Jumps in, gobble, gobble. There's four bites of sushi like that. Wow. She's like, spicy, crispy is good. Yes, it's yeah, really it is. Good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so that being just a milestone saying, you are opening up your world. The more and more you try food, yeah, you're going to swing and miss. For sure, absolutely. It may Can't not just, exactly. But she was on board, and I ju- it just brought so much joy that she was willing to take that step. Amazing. I love it. So some Something simple as being a little open-minded to trying food. What are you grateful for backstage, Ben? I am grateful for, now as somebody who doesn't generally love winter weather, the timing of yesterday's weather around the London St. Thomas area was just so perfect. Yeah. We had tubing tickets at Bowler Mountain at 11.30. Snow uh, on the drive up, falling gently down. It was a lovely little drive, a little gray, but okay. it was lovely... Speckles of snow all over the place. Yeah. Which actually just gave for a nice extra little layer oh, uh, yeah, on a, the hills. A little dusting of fresh powder. Uh, within about a half an hour of being there, the skies cleared. It was bright blue. It was gorgeous. Like, it was sunny, and it was a perfect... Per- we couldn't have asked for better weather to go to. Oh, I love that. And we all acknowledged it. We went with some friends and their kids, and afterwards, everybody was just like, that weather couldn't have been any better. It was lovely snow for a little while, and then yeah. it cleared right up, and it was bright and sunny. It was amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. I love that. Tubing is underrated. Super it, fun. Yeah. yeah. It is and it's a, a great way. I mean, our kids are still really young, but we we got to watch some skiers and snowboarders go down. So it piqued their interest a little bit. We saw one parent with uh, with reins on their kid. It's actual reins. Like, yeah! <laughs> the kid was going down ahead of them, and they had, it wasn't a leash. It was reins around the kid. Oh, I love that. It was amazing. That's some 80s, 90s parents. I guess. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah. got some options all across the region. Uh, in St. Mary's, there's River Valley. Yep. If you want to uh, tubing there, yeah, yeah. Go, go do some tubing. So you got some options. Uh, nice text in from Andy saying, thankful for our friend's 11-year-old son. Whenever we get together, he makes my 5-year-old feel like the greatest thing on earth and has given our 5-year-old a new best friend. Oh, I love 
love it. That's a good and that, that is that, a good one. That, for sure. You get an eleven year old. The last thing they often want to do is hang out with a single digit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, yeah, well done. That's uh, that's a good kid uh, for jumping in. Oh, another one that says I'm grateful for a neighbor that I've never met that used his tractor to plow all the uh, neighborhood driveways last week when they got covered in snow. Oh yeah, everybody's grateful for that neighbor. That's for a sure. flex. That's the that's also going to be the neighbor that's going to start that little neighborhood barbecue session. Which, you know what? They're the linchpin, so yep. uh, you crowd around that fella. So uh, thank you. Attitude of gratitude. At any point, you could share to one one zero five three or ninety seven five ninety seven five. Covered uh, covered off Mondays and Fridays at about six ten. Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. We now know this: the Betty White challenge. So just to over a week ago, it, what would have been uh, Betty White's one hundredth birthday. This was a fan-driven initiative based on her long history of love of animals, helping at various animal charities, rescue organizations, etc. So some numbers between Canada and the U.S. Again, not estimates, but all those reported. So they feel there's still some more money out there. I'm sure, yeah. So Variety Magazine did a couple of massive articles in the U.S., so they, they went fact-finding, and then we have some summary based on just the Humane Society in Canada alone. So Betty White Challenge, this is a byway of fans donating to shelters and rescues, totaling out approximately $12.7 million in the U.S., wow. and Canada hit $2.2 million. That's amazing. That it's is phenomenal. really good. I get, and they're all echoing the same statement of January is normally the worst time of year. And that doesn't surprise yeah, anyone. for sure. For any charitable To, to have any, you know, sure. monies trickled in, even small amounts. And the vast majority of these, just $5 donations. Just a yeah. simple... So That's they, all it takes. There's some crowdfunding and making a massive difference. I, I love this, though, that other celebrities and musicians got on to... Well, the name to some may not be so familiar, but her husband, Patricia Yearwood, country singer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Garth Brooks, her husband. Yeah. She did uh, just a little uh, live virtual event. She alone raised $10,000. Crazy. I love it. And and she made a statement, and this echoed uh, this. her people, Betty's people, uh, pushed this on basically like a retweet. Quote, the common denominator is love. Betty showed us how. Now we have to keep that up and make sure her legacy lives on. Ah, that's fantastic. Yeah, super heartwarming. Absolutely. This is going to give so many animals forever home. This is going to help those charities and organizations that they see little to no money Mm -hmm. from a federal or provincial level and even a state level in the U.S. It allows for upgrades of the facilities, expansions in some cases, too. Vet bills aren't cheap. No, they're not. So this this is heartwarming on every single level. So, I mean, collectively, if we're 15 plus million for animals in North America, this is heartwarming. Don't twist the story. We're not talking about people and other charities. We're talking about one thing right now in the hashtag Betty white challenge uh complete and utter success so well done everyone all right mornings with jeff laura and backstage ben virgin radio cat lovers um some assistance now i i am a cat lover in the sense that seven years ago it'll be eight this june i had the bright idea of you don't buy your little kid's bikes for the end of a school gift or who needs that trip to Wonderland for the day buy them something that will live for 20 years (laughs) at the time it was a a co-worker who she had a whole litter of barn cats Mm, and and she had this cute little kind of powdered smoky gray cat it was like a little kitten I'm like oh boy and it just popped up on her Facebook page. I ran into her in the hall. I was like, hey, what's uh, what's the story with that little kitten? She's like, yeah, last one. She's the runt. 
Don't expect her to even hit 10 pounds. She's just going to be itty bitty. And went, I'll take her. Nah. <laughs> that, oh. So I called my wife who was in Toronto and said, uh, honey, uh, great news. Got the girls their end of school gift. Oh, what is it? It's a cat. There was a long pause. <laughs> my wife loves animals, leans a little more on the dog side. She said, you, you know that cat is going to live forever. It's fine. We've had dogs. We're good. So the cat, for lack of uh, a better summary, she just kind of hates me. No, but is she? Does she hate you, or is she just uh, an average cat? Like you're, you're, you're. She is now. Let me run down kind of what life looks like. I feed her five, minimum five out of seven days, even though the cat food is now into my fifteen-year-old's room. It's because the cat sleeps in there and, and loves her the most, and we get it. So I feed her. I change the litter boxes. She needs two. <laughs> She doesn't like one. She likes options. Depending on where she is in the house. She doesn't want to go too far. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Um, I do the brushing out at times. I get the little eye boogers out. I'm always available for pats and pets. Because, again, you know cats, not like dogs. They come to you and touch me, touch me, biting you. Yeah. That's that's the world. I I don't know what's up. We're seven years in now, and I I can't figure this out. But I'll go over to another friend's house, and their cats all love me. So I, I am at a loss. I provide this cat knows what I, she knows what I do for her. Yeah. Oh, she knows. She definitely does. Just doesn't care. I yeah. Think. That maybe that's it. Yeah. Well, or it feels like I mean you. That's why you're here. Yeah. To oh, oh, to serve her. to serve her. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like the ownership transaction. It's uh, I think the wires are crossed. I feel like she owns me. Yeah, well, she feels oh, like she owns me. Yeah, she definitely does for sure. <laughs> If you're a caddy, you get you you got some at home. One a bunch a flock. Is there a miss on this? I'm the one. I went with my daughter to take her to the vet. She had uh, she had crystals in her urine. That's painful. Think that of humans. Pain, I would imagine so. Yeah. New cat food. Lovely vet visit. Gone. Gone. Ha- She's overall a happier cat, but I'm I'm seeing no benefits to this. Mm. None whatsoever. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. I I have no experience in this whatsoever. A cat it gives the, me side it. eye, and I just return the favor <laughs> and look at it the same way. Well, my recommendation at this point is keep it that way. Yeah. You, you want no experience <laughs> in this. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Five station. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. You ever want to be a part of the help desk, you can send us an email by way of virginradio.ca. Just click on the Jeff Laura Backstage Ben page and then go through and see help desk. Fill that out. Boom. It's all three inboxes or through our DMs, whatever's easiest. This story today, it's under the header of fiance partying like Beyonce. <laughs> My fiance is having a bachelor party the day after our wedding. Yep. So he's having one two weeks before. I suggested a month before in case of any issues. His friends are wild and crazy, and I feel like someone in the wedding party is going to end up on crutches. Mm-hmm. Some of his friends can't make the party two weeks prior, so he's planning a post-wedding bachelor party the day after our wedding. The justification is that most of uh, his friends are out of town, and he hasn't seen them in a long time, so he wants to make the most out of their visit for the wedding. 
So the wedding's in April, and he dropped this on me on Saturday. Am I being super unreasonable? I get he wants to see his friends, but I, too, have friends that I never see. They're coming to town, and it would never occur to me to go out after and party with them the day after my wedding. We aren't honeymooning right away, so that's not the issue. It's just spending time together afterwards. I am so annoyed. The day after a wedding is... Usually pretty busy already, isn't it? In a lot of cases. And not it's just like, potentially fun zipping back to the venue. It's uh, getting some gifts collected. Cards, yeah. All, all the things. There's often a brunch involved, is Thank, there not? Yep. Yeah, like a family brunch of some sort. Well, clearly they're going to start by brunch. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a move I would pull. No, no, certainly not. That seems like a, an odd way to start the uh, committed relationship. Wouldn't be the first time a marriage starts with a fight, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just don't know if this is the one you want to get after. What's the play on this? Is there any sort of compromise? Because the, the and I think the crux of it is that his friends are in town, so he's trying to double dip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I... Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that move. No. I had a little too much fun the night before, like after the yeah. uh, rehearsal and all that sort of thing. But it didn't. That was. I mean, that was a little bit of catch-up time, though. That's what yeah. it was. I had friends from out of town and that sort of thing. So we did the rehearsal dinner, and everybody kind of went their own ways afterwards. I spent my wedding night, and then the morning just kind of solo in the sense that my wife, so so busy, so excited, and so much socializing, didn't eat dinner. Oh wow. So, couple of glasses of champagne and night-night termite by about midnight. So I hung out with my buddy Juice. We opened the envelopes, wrote down who gave what. So we accomplished a lot. Oh, that's funny. one 975 So these soon-to-be newlyweds in April. Is there a fix to this? Is it a hard stop? Not happening. You are not having volume 2.0 for your bachelor party. Let's see where this goes. We'll have some results. I can't wait. <laughs> real, real soon. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning. With Backstage Ben, Vibe Station. Virgin Radio. We have a variety of responses from something so short and sweet to Red Flag, tell her to run. Another one saying, well, it's better than the night before. <clears throat> that may have been me. Um, I find it interesting. The first batch of texts we got were all the almost knee-jerk reactions of, girl run, you know, that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people saying right off the bat, like, red flag, that's a bad move. Wow, sounds like they're off to a good start. But then after people kind of either marinated or just took the time to get their thoughts out, yeah. there are now alternatives being suggested. And they're not terrible alternatives. Some saying, you just, just call it a reunion, not bachelor party. <laughs> but a lot of people saying, the next day, you could just be super tired. Let him go. Let him do his thing. You could you get a day to recover from a big, yeah. big day. And the reality is, you shouldn't spend the rest of your days together. Let's hope that's a 30, 40 plus year kind of scenario. Yeah. What's one day? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany from Cambridge says, I think it's incredibly selfish of uh, this guy to want to party that much, especially after his wedding, literally the day after. It's so inconsiderate of him not to be thinking about his newly married wife's feelings. And this girl should see it as a red flag. Brittany, thank you. Uh, yeah, another one kind of leans into the, if he really needs to see them, why does yeah. it have to be a bachelor party kind of thing? Just let's group it all together. Again, there's another option. That but, is the, I mean, I think that's often what the brunch the next day sort of is. Yeah. It's, it's seeing people that you haven't seen in a long time. If they're part of your wedding party, obviously they are yeah. at one point very, very good friends. Of course. So, so you all start off at the br 
brunch. And if a few people peel off and do their own thing and they're done by two in the afternoon, so be it. Yeah. Maybe if there's six people standing collectively by evening, then hey, let's call it a success. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, to, to me, it's a matter of how do we best compromise to, to sort this all out. There needs to be further discussions rather than him saying this is what's happening. How about, honey, I have an idea. Can you help me work through this? Hmm? One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. Is there one solution to this, or uh, wh- where's the middle ground that both pa- parties are happy and satisfied? You don't want to start this whole thing off with a little cloud over it. Nothing like some marriage counseling required before you're even. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Benny, you nailed it. The theme at first was claws out, be yep. angry. Yep. Then it was pause, pause, pause. Reflect and find some compromise. Yep. And we've had some great responses. A lot of people, yeah, and a lot of people kind of on the same page of don't call it a bachelor party. Relabel it and it could be okay. And somebody actually clarifying, we just got a text out of London. He's not a bachelor the day after. So it's not a bachelor party. No. <laughs> He's not. But yeah, I, I, a lot of people suggesting do a, a co thing, bring all your friends out. And the, the day after brunch is often a big deal. So you're getting married in April. Ugh. The forecast can be a little topsy turvy. At one point, it was like maybe go do a round of golf or a little barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. But again, we're in April. So, I mean, there's a lot of options inside. But do a hybrid brunch? That seems to be the best response yeah. we've had, you know, bits and pieces putting together yeah. a hybrid brunch where. Maybe it's only a handful of your friends that you don't see very often, along with his. Collectively, you get together, and it's just like an extension of the reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, it is. How terrible exactly. is that? I think a lot of people saying, too, uh, th- this clearly from experience, I would say, you might be a little tired, a little, uh, little sore, maybe a bit of a headache the next day, but everybody likely will be in that boat. Yeah. So. Now, uh, some people are saying, so maybe it'll just be a low-key, a couple of spritzers or something like that. As somebody who's who's had a twofer, <laughs> I can tell you, it starts off low-key, and then it almost reverts right back to the way it was the yes. night before. Guys, let's be reasonable. We'll start yeah. off with some mimosas, hold the OJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. Backstage Bannon for Laura. So it is the Backstage Bulletin. Congratulations to Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. They have welcomed their first baby via surrogate. Apparently they had the baby on January 15th. Their Instagram message saying, We are overjoyed to confirm that we have welcomed a baby via surrogate. We uh, respectfully ask for privacy during this special time as we focus on our family. Uh, They have, he's now the last of the Jonas Brothers to have kids. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Kevin has two daughters, Joe and Sophie Turner. They had their daughter last year. Kevin's last in the summer. band, right? He's, he's Kevin, one. Kevin, uh, oh, he's not the manager? <laughs> oh, it's Frankie. It's Frankie, <laughs> right. the fourth brother. That's right. Yes, like, that's the one. How bad is the dynamic if you're Kevin, you're a third of the Jonas Brothers, but people forget you all the time? As being Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin made the band and Frankie didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations to them uh, either way. Mark Cuban, we're liking him more and more with every news story we hear from him. If you don't know who he is, he is a 
billionaire. He owns Dal- uh, Dallas Mavericks. He's Shark Tank host, uh, obviously a huge investor, a crypto guy too. He has now launched the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. It's an online pharmacy that is uh, lowering prices on over 100 generic medications. A lot of them uh, prescribed for cholesterol, hypertension. Yeah. There's a gout treatment one. So oh, you don't looking into this. Let's see if they go across the board. I know this is an American-based thing, but I just think what he's doing is absolutely amazing. He is uh, only doing about a 15% markup on a ton of these generic drugs. So, uh, for example, there is a leukemia treatment. The general retail price in the States is $9,600 a month for this treatment. $9,600. His price, $47 a month. It's unbelievable. That is, it's generous. And I, I assure you, there's people complaining on that 15%. But he's got to pay staff. He's got to logistics. Anything. Yeah. There's an overhead cost to this. And while a billionaire can't give it all away. He can't give it all away, for sure. Yeah, but he's like, the markup is is minute. There's a $3 pharmacist fee. Shipping is 5 bucks flat rate, which is amazing, too. But he's going to be saving lives. There'll be people that in the past Absolutely. couldn't step up and afford this. And now they will be able to. For sure. To. Yeah, it's incredible what he's doing. So really, really cool that he's doing that. Finally, Pete Davidson, Colin Jost, and... And comedy club owner Paul Italia, they bought a Staten Island ferry boat that was named the John F. Kennedy. They bought it for $280,000, which seems a pretty good deal. I feel like there's a bit of a fixer-upper because it was built in 1965. (laughs) It was actually the oldest of the fleet. They retired it only last year. So while there is some work to be done, what they're going to be doing is turning it into a live entertainment uh, event space, comedy, music, art, that sort of thing. Uh, They said that it's the early stages, but they... They were joking about it on Weekend Update that, well, they're, they're boat people now. As Pete said, we bought a ferry, the windowless van of the sea. <laughs> and he said to Colin, I mean, you were always kind of a boat person. You look like you own the yacht that they rent out for rap videos. <laughs> Such a good line. <laughs> That's a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. So really cool. I'm actually looking forward to seeing how that turns out. I remember a restaurant on the water in Toronto. Oh, It was yeah. in a boat. Yeah. Like it was a huge yeah. boat. And yeah, yeah. And I wish I could remember what it was called. If anybody remembers, please text us. It's down where uh, the the sugar, like the boats and the sh- uh, no, yeah. red red path sugar is. It, it was red. around there. Yeah, okay. I don't. I doubt it's still around, but uh, that would be pretty cool if it was. So I, I I think that's a really cool idea. So looking to see how that turns out. Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. We've got Jessica on the line. So uh, kids dropped off check and then called in. It was to be a day off, and here you are headed into work. But when I say what you do in the world of healthcare and as a PSW. Uh, have you seen a staff shortage like this ever in your life? Oh my goodness, it's crazy. It's everywhere. Everywhere you go, it's staff shortage. Well, hats off for you for being a good employee and helping out the rest of your team to, to go in. So maybe some of this good karma, good vibes you've got rocking right now, maybe this will translate to a victory today. Let's hope so. Okay. Maybe. So Benny's going to, uh, the headphones are off and he is headed out of the studio. So we'll set this up. Jessica gets to go first with three trivia questions. Now, there is no theme to today, by the way, Jessica, which we often find uh, levels the playing field with someone like Backstage Ben, who has some crazy retention ability. So he had a a run of six wins in a row. Friday, he kind of ended up on a tie. So he's he's vulnerable right now. This is a time for you to just jump in and take advantage of that. All right, we'll see what we can do. Question number one. What is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world? Ooh. Think of all the options, and you're going global on this one. Think of first world countries, and think of other countries that necessarily don't have the the offerings and, and the setup that we may have here even in North America. So that, and I'll offer that same similar hint to Backstage Ben. 
Um, oh, that's a lot of options. Okay. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you think? I have my kids here. <laughs> okay. Most consumable drink. What do you think everyone drinks the yeah. most of? Of all the options. Let's say like Powerade or Gatorade or something. Final answer? Sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> tea. Tea. Oh, Just okay. Tea. Tea bag, pretty easy uh, concoction. Actually, tea combined, or sorry, with coffee, chocolate, uh, variations of chocolate drinks, soft drinks, and alcohol put together still don't outdo tea as the most consumed oh drink my on planet Earth. Drink some more tea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Let's see uh, if the kiddos have paid attention to geography. Panama Canal <laughs> connects the Gulf of Panama to what sea? Oh, it's the sea. Panama Canal connects the Gulf of Panama to what sea? Oh, the kids don't know. Um, what do you? Uh, what do you think? You know, it's like I don't know the sea, but I know it's the Atlantic Ocean. But um, oh, I don't know. No guess. Mm, no, I don't know. <laughs> the Caribbean Sea. The Caribbean Sea. <laughs> or Caribbean, you know, tomato, tomato. Final question. Let's try to get a single point on the board. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? What oh, animal? isn't it the, uh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, the horse? horse? Yay! <laughs> did it. I was going to hit the uh, correct button before you changed your mind. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Uh, so the Stuttgart, so that's uh, in Germany where the Porsche World Headquarters are, uh, originally built atop uh, where a horse breeding farm used to be. Oh, so interesting. There, there's a little nugget that the kids may take to school. A single point. You've got. You're on the board. Let's One see. Point, <laughs> let's see how this goes. The backstage band. Bennett. Perfect. Whew. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's good to kind of have that phone a friend in the background, a.k.a. Uh, your lifeline being your kids. I mean, they're an extension of you anyway. So uh, let's see what Benny can do. Out of a possible three points, Jessica picked up only one point today. Okay, okay. We tried. I would offer uh, you kids that want to trash talk backstage, Ben. You guys want to trash talk backstage, Ben? No. no. Ah, appreciate you. <laughs> all right, question one. The most consumed manufactured drink in the world is what? Backstage, Ben. Tea. (laughs) You are absolutely correct on that one. Panama Canal connects the Gulf of Panama to what sea? Hmm. Baltic? Caribbean. Caribbean. Okay. All right. (laughs) Final question. Which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? A uh, horse. <laughs> there was a slight delay. I thought. Uh, I was something. like, no, he has noticed. <laughs> yeah, horse. it took me. It took me a second. Just that extra, <laughs> extra second. So the background, and I, I shared this with Jessica. So. Stuttgart, that's where uh, Porsche headquarters. Yeah. When Porsche came in many, many moons ago, they built their their head office. They built it on what used to be a horse breeding farm. Oh, really? So they incorporated oh, I didn't know that. that. Oh, that's fun. I just thought it was. So there's that. 2 1 victory for Backstage Ben. Win <laughs> 267. 
Oh, Tough one, Jessica. <laughs> Tough one today. We tried. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate Loved having you. On. Yep. Thanks so much. Uh, be well. Thanks again for uh, jumping at work and uh, doing some wonderful things as a PSW. <laughs> Appreciate you very, very much. We'll give you a chance just like Jessica and kids tomorrow. I mean, if you don't have kids, you can still play trivia. <laughs> we'll do that at around 835 tomorrow. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. How can you find that childhood happiness you have? Life with it was so simplified in a lot of ways. You just well, you didn't have adult worries. You certainly weren't seeking news headlines. You didn't care about your RRSPs. You weren't oh shoot, I've got to get an oil change. None none of that. No thought like that. It was I should maybe just maybe put on clothes that aren't jogging pants. You know when you've got uh, bedhead still. That whole left side is all oh, flat and yeah. spiky. Oh, yeah. You go downstairs, you may still have a couple of eye boogers in, but you don't care. You You're got going, your onesie or your matching PJs. Oh, man. Cartoon character on. You are... Uh you're looking for a cartoon, you're looking for a bowl of your favorite cereal, or maybe uh, someone made you some pancakes or even some frozen waffles. Uh, uh. How do you get it back? It's a new thing where, where people are... It's not a matter of regressing. So this is a big thing uh, for mindset approach for people into 2022. It is to be able to find the joy of your childhood, but then bring that to adulthood. So when you want to disconnect and unwind from things, you can do so. So a couple of starts on this with uh, various psychologists saying, oh, it's a pretty easy couple of steps to get your mind back in there is is making, I mean, it would be a blend of whether it be Spotify or a streaming service, but if you want to go full on and you still have the equipment, make a mixtape or mix CD. They're saying to try to do it the non-digital way. Mm, again, you've got to have the equipment. If you're someone like Backstage Ben, you maybe have a DVD player or a burner still. <laughs> I'm still, so I'm so old at this point yeah. that DVDs and even Blu-ray players, they strike me as they should still be a thing that everybody uses. I uh, I have one. I haven't hooked it up in forever. Just a regular DVD, no Blu-ray. Yeah. Another suggestion on this is watch more cartoons. I have okay. tried watching like gummy bears and I, ju- I could just couldn't get it. Well, as a kid, I loved it. I loved it. I, I play old board games, the old timey board games from your childhood. They said, really enjoy dessert. Try having dessert a few more times a week. Oof. <laughs> they said, pull out a coloring book. Oh, I do that quite uh, quite a bit still. Well, the adult coloring book. I mean, yeah. how many people do you, you not have in your life that has a, you know the fine details? So you've got to buy some good adult pe- pencil crayons. I've got my out. Bob Ross one that's <laughs> well used. <laughs> I'm looking like okay, old yearbook. I get the nostalgia, but like to really make that a part of your mindset is that what you need? Yeah, I I get. I know that Laura's take often is like, don't peak in high school. Like, yeah, high school yeah. is a very different experience for a lot of different people. Some people loved it, some people hated it, but not always. You don't always have to go back to that. No, I. There are times for me, it's the, um, it's when something's unlocked and I don't. It's a surprise unlock. Yeah. I'm not searching it out. I'm not looking up the old Spider-Man cartoons on Disney Plus. Yeah. But we got uh, backstage Ollie, Mario Maker, for his Switch. And it's, uh, you build levels and all that sort of thing. But I didn't realize you can go as, like, the original Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. You can do those levels, too. So I'm in a different room. I'm making lunch or something. And all of a sudden, I hear a song. 
from 1991 that I haven't heard since like 1993. <laughs> and it just, that's what transported me back right away. I was like, oh, that's, wow, I can smell the Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun, fun. Well, another one that's not on the list, but have you considered psychedelics? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll get you there quick. It'll leave you there yeah. for a couple of hours. <laughs> Not recommended. Just saying, maybe put that one on the list. Not only can you see the past, sometimes you can see the future, too. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.